0: Welcome to IDopodcast.com, where fun and inspiring relationship experts, therapists, and couples share tips and advice that will help lead you to a fulfilling and happy relationship. Let their guidance illuminate your path to happiness. Are you ready to create lasting love? And now, your hosts, Chase and Sarah. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash idpodcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, and Kindle. Check it out today.
1: Hey, guys.
0: Hey, everyone.
1: Today, we have Dr. David Rico on the show, and we talk about the past and how it can affect our relationship presently and all of our past affect how we act and certainly how we operate within a relationship so a lot of valuable advice about understanding that and exploring that with your partner
0: and just to clarify because when i first heard this topic i immediately thought past um, relationships like with your boyfriend, for example, but he mainly talks about your past with your family. So as a, as a child, uh, in this episode, which I found super valuable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point. Cause some people might think past relationships and that can be important, but I think more important is understanding how you became the person you are today. And a lot of that has to do with how you were raised. And one of the things, uh, should listen out for are the five A's. And it's an exercise you can do with your partner about asking them how they receive the five A's from their mother and father. And that'll give you a better idea of how they receive them from you. So an example would be to go through the exercise and say, this is how my father gave me attention. And then explain how how your parent gave you attention because more than likely that's how you are going to like to receive attention in your relationship now. Or if it was a bad experience and you didn't get attention, it's going to explain why you might yearn for it currently. So really valuable exercise. So listen for that in the five A's of attention, acceptance, appreciation, affection, and allowing.
0: And while we were going over these five A's, um, they kind of really hit home too as well because I'm also reading a parenting book right now and a lot of the things he was talking about about how your childhood really molds your relationships as an adult, a lot of these things that were in uh, our interview are kind of in this book on how you want to raise your children. So it would kind of like hit home on both levels for me, like with relationship and also with raising Stella. So. It was pretty cool. And uh, also at the end, you'll see that I had to uh, step out for a little bit. Stella woke up early from her nap, so I wasn't able to finish the interview. But Chase wrapped it up pretty well. And uh, yeah. We... yeah,
1: I felt naked. I had to, I had to <laughs> hold down the fort. Sarah stepped out. It was just me in the microphone.
0: <laughs> oh, you loved it. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, Sarah Sarah was taking care of the baby. So thanks for listening and enjoy the show.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. We're excited to welcome Dr. Dave Rico to our show today. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.
1: David Rico is a psychotherapist, writer, and workshop leader. Dave takes a unique approach to his work where he combines psychological and spiritual perspectives. His two most recent books are How to Be an Adult in Love and You're Not What You Think, The Egoist Path to Self-Esteem and Generous Love.
0: We've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute, tell us about yourself and why you enjoy helping people improve their relationships.
2: It just seems to be uh, a calling, and it's um, one that has really garnered a lot of support. People have told me that they found my books and teaching helpful, and I have made my Bodhisattva vow to spread the word about enlightened living. And so I guess I'm following that.
1: Well, excellent. Well, I I think there's going to be a lot of value for our listeners here today with our topic of how the past can sabotage current relationships. We're going to dive right in. And the first question I want to ask you is, why is dealing with our past so important for a healthy relationship?
2: You're referring to my book called When the Past is Present. And uh, I think the title says it all that it's, it would be a rare moment in which something from our past is not affecting us in the present when it comes to intimate relating. Our first intimate relationship in the sense of human warmth and closeness was with our parents, who probably fulfilled some of our needs, but not all of them, and we look ever after for the fulfillment of what we missed out on and of the repetition of what we received. So when we meet the person who seems like the real one, it would be very natural to transfer onto the new adult some of the... Feelings, disappointments, expectations, desires, and fears that were associated with our original caregivers. That psychologically is called transference. And it's a word that Freud used to describe the patient and doctor or patient and psychiatrist relationship. But In the book, I show, or attempt to show, that this happens in most relationships rather than is limited to therapy.
1: This is going on subconsciously, correct?
2: Yes, it's entirely unconscious, but eventually you could learn how to catch yourself in the act of putting your mother's face on your partner or putting your father's face on your partner, and start to separate the parent needs from the adult needs, realizing that our parents were meant to fulfill us in our very early life a 100% of the time, they being the only game in town. Whereas our adult partners would never be able to give us that much attention and acceptance and appreciation, affection, allowing what I call the five A's, our original needs that we carry with us all our lives. So in our adult relationships, we're supposed to, be satisfied with a moderate dose of those rather than what we legitimately expected in childhood. Also, if our parents were abusive, neglectful, abandoning, or inflicted trauma upon us, we might transfer some of the fears and anger that go with those experiences onto our partner also. So I see it as really important that couples sit down together and talk about how they're carrying some of the past into the present. And in my book, I try to give some useful practices about how to do that.
0: Is there one of those characteristics or one of those A's that you talk about that you see being an issue within relationships more?
2: Yes, I think the hardest one is full acceptance of one another because that's the one that um, is, in, in effect, a style of mindfulness in which we simply witness what's going on with the other person without judgment and without any attempts to uh change it or make demands on the other or blame the other. Instead we simply accept the other just as he or she is. That's Mary and I love her. Now we could <clears throat> at the same time make agreements together so that some change might happen where it's certainly okay to ask for change and that would happen through agreements that the two people make whereby they change the ground rules of the relationship or they move in the direction of um, more closeness by a series of agreements that bring that closeness about. However, um, If you're all caught up in blaming and and trying to be right, uh, you mentioned my book about the ego, if you're trying to gratify your own ego through the relationship rather than liberate yourself from ego-centeredness in order to gratify the relationship itself, then there's very little chance that real acceptance could ever happen because you'll be so concentrated on yourself and your needs, which you turn into demands, that the other person is somehow always inadequate.
1: And that could be coming from having parents that you might have felt you were always trying to do good for and so that they would accept you?
2: That would be part of it, but at a certain point, in our adult life, we no longer tie our behavior to what our parents did or didn't do. We simply notice the, the connection, and now we're taking full responsibility that as adults with the whole range of the self-help movement at our disposal, we can no longer blame our parents. This is how obviously- So you notice you notice the connection, right? Then you say, "Oh, it's up to me now to do things differently."
1: Yeah, I think that's an important distinction. Yeah, not to can't blame our past, recognize it, but then move forward past it.
0: Especially if it's an ongoing thing with multiple relationships, you have to step back at some point and realize that it's you know you have to figure it out. Yeah.
1: And how might someone? It's in a relationship in and, and they're struggling. How would they recognize that that these struggles are coming from their past and, and not addressing these issues?
2: You can just take it as gospel.
1: <laughs> that it's gonna be It's always in
2: there somewhere.
1: Yeah. So uh encourage encourage everyone, uh, all of our listeners in a relationship, um I think even if you're not having problems that that you you look at maybe there's something that annoys you that you can't just figure out why and and that could be something from your childhood and and uh and kind of I guess you got to just be introspective and in, and in examine it yeah.
2: Yeah. And I one of the um practices that I recommend is you can take those 5 A's these are the ones i describe in my other book how to be adults in relationships and you can ask you can ask each other or share with each other how your mother and father showed you each of these five so it sounds something like this this is how my mother showed attention to me this is how my father showed attention to me This is how my mother showed she accepted me as I am. This is how my father showed so forth. Just going through that, where uh, each of you basically makes those 10 statements, you're going to get to know a lot more about each other than you would if you didn't do something like this, if you didn't look into what childhood was like. And when you do this little exercise, you want to give specific examples to show how you came to the conclusion you came to. Now, for some of them, you might say, my mother didn't pay attention to me. Uh, she only took care of my basic needs. If that's the case, then it certainly would follow that you'd be looking for somebody to make up for what she didn't give you. And, of course, that will put a lot of pressure on your partner. And your partner may not necessarily have agreed to give you what your mother didn't give you. So that's something where you you have a lot of working out and negotiating to do. But it's certainly true that we don't need the parental style of giving those five A's. We need the adult style. And you can arrive at the adult style by then going to your next set of questions, which is, here's the kind of attention I now would like. Are you willing to give it to me? Here's the kind of acceptance that means something to me. Is this something you can step up to the plate for? And then vice versa. The other person asks you the same series of five questions. So you move from what was it like in childhood, and then you're going to notice that there's similarity in the two sets of questions, that I'm looking for something now that I didn't get before, or I'm looking for a repeat of what I did get that felt so good and you know I want it now I remember once um, you know I was brought up in an Italian household with you know grandma and my great aunts and you know they would all be um, clucking over me and hugging me and holding me and you know they just love me in pieces which I appreciate and uh, one day I, I had visited my present family, this generation of people. And I mentioned to my sister afterwards that I was a little bit disappointed because people didn't uh, make a fuss over me the way grandma and my aunt, our aunts did. And she said, which made so much sense, she said, David, you can't expect people in this day and age to show you the same kind of affection that old Italian ladies showed in the
1: 1950s. <laughs> it sounds and like I
2: it. Thought, Yeah, she's absolutely right, and I have to give this up. I can't keep believing that the only people who love me are the ones who make a fuss over me. That is what I was believing, because I was carrying over the past into the present. And uh, what she said was a good week of call.
1: So I hope I gave
2: that up. Yeah. Although it's, I still enjoy it if it does happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and it sounds no. like a nice childhood. I, I'd like to be fussed over. I think a lot of people would. And and it is, it's interesting how the past, um, it shapes us. And then we're in a relationship and we might wonder, why we you know we are yearning for that attention uh that your italian grandmothers and household gave you and and then you you sort of look inward and so it was kind of freeing for you to once you understood that yes well you mentioned the the five a's and you gave us attention and acceptance can you give uh, the other three
2: uh appreciation affection shown physically Appropriate to whatever the relationship is about and allowing which is the opposite of controlling so that's where you would allow the other to have a life of his own also not just be entirely uh clinging to you
1: and i love that exercise you gave us and i would encourage our listeners to do it and i know sarah and i will try it where um You know, you go through and ask those five questions or or say, this is how my father gave me attention. This is how my mother gave me attention. And Sarah and I, we've never really done that. And so I look forward to to trying that. And I know we're going to learn a lot and it's going to help our relationship. Good. Well, thank you. Well, now it's time for our favorite part of the interview, the lasting love round. We'll ask you a series of questions and you'll respond with great information to help set the foundation for a lasting relationship. First question is, what is one tool or practice our listeners can use on a daily basis to help improve their relationship?
2: I would say the most useful tool is to show loving kindness in all our behavior and never to retaliate When the other person hurts you, just to say, ouch, and open a dialogue.
1: Is there a book or resource you can recommend for listeners who want to improve their relationships?
2: Well, the book we're talking about would help, When the Past
1: is Present. Great. Well, our listeners can get a free audiobook download of When the Past is Present in a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash idopodcast. And we'll have that book and your website in the links to the show notes on idopodcast.com. Okay. Well, thank you. We've been married for almost two years now. Is there any specific advice you would give to newlyweds?
2: I guess um, to pay attention to how what happened in your childhood may still be affecting what you're seeking from each other. It's really important to know what you really want from one another and to see how that resembles or does not resemble what you had wanted long ago. So a big part of the work, especially in the early part of the relationship is making that type of connection. And secondly, to notice that all relationships go through phases. So you can't expect the romance to go on forever. It yields to conflicts, and then what matters is working the conflicts out together so that the relationship can deepen.
1: Yeah, and we find that it it doesn't happen automatically. Like, these things take work. Uh, Even if you have a good relationship, it's like, that's why we kind of started this podcast is, we were happy. It wasn't out of any necessity other than we wanted to have the tools and the knowledge that to get in front of the conflicts. Cause I think if, if you can go into it with, with that kind of knowledge of what to do when things go bad, you're, you're going to be ahead of the game. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, very much.
1: so. What advice would you give our single listeners who are looking for a happy relationship?
2: um my best advice is neither seek nor avoid Trust the universe to present just what you need. And most of all find ways to give yourself the five A's. pay attention to your needs and feelings accept yourself as you really are. appreciate all you've been through, and how you somehow survived. Show yourself affection by good health habits. And finally, allow yourself to make the choices that reflect your own deepest needs and wishes. When you live in that healthy way with a lot of self-esteem and you commit yourself to being Showing loving kindness to all people. You're in the best position to. To send out the kind of energy that. uh, Could bring in a good partner.
1: Wow. I love that. That's powerful advice. And I think uh, it's going to set up. A lot of single people for. For finding a. uh, The right kind of, of relationship for them. Well. We've really enjoyed hearing all the advice you've given us and our listeners today. So let's finish by having you tell our listeners where they can find you, and then we'll say goodbye.
2: Okay, my website is DaveRico.com, D-A-V-E-R-I-C-H-O.com, and there you will find my books and CDs and so forth.
1: Excellent. Where well, our listeners can find all the information and links of today's episode on idopodcast.com. Go to the podcast tab and you'll be in the archives. And Sarah and I just want to thank you so much for all of your knowledge and for taking the time to come on the show today.
2: Well, thank you very much. I've enjoyed it immensely.
0: Are you interested in learning five ways to improve your relationship on a daily basis? How about five tips for engaged couples or newlyweds? This information and more is our free gift to you when you go to idopodcast.com and subscribe to our mailing list. Thank you so much for joining us today on IDOPodcast.
1: Podcast. Head on over to idopodcast.com for full recaps of every show, relationship resources, tips, and advice.
0: Your path to a successful and lasting relationship awaits you. Are you ready to create lasting love?
1: You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.